Welcome to the Social Selling and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. In this episode of the CPSA Social Selling and Tech Show, we'll discover the importance of brand positioning and how providing top content can set you apart from the competition. We'll also consider types of content that are being used at different stages of the sales and marketing funnel, technologies that can help grow your brand, and the role that salespeople can play in helping to hone the message that's being conveyed. Our guest today is Matthew Gonnering, speaker and CEO at Widen Enterprises, a content technology company that powers the content, which builds brands with clever global cloud-based digital asset management solutions. Matthew rose through the ranks to become a sales and marketing leader and CEO at just 32 years old. Matthew Gonnering, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bill, for having me. I appreciate that. Can you tell me what can sharing high-quality content do for generating brand awareness? Uh, yeah, a uh, great lead-in question. And when I think about awareness, uh, I always think about it connections with other concepts that it has friendly exchanges with. So there's awareness, there's association, there's loyalty when it comes to brand. All those contributing to building equity. And I think as you build up this brand equity, you can you can influence markets. And so I when I think about high quality content and the relationship with brand awareness, I think about high quality content leaving a more lasting influential impression. And that impression is connected to the position that your brand takes. And position might be a helpful brand, a sage brand, a jester brand, an explorer brand, but the the high quality content ultimately can position your brand to create and communicate competitive advantage. Let's uh, let's drill down a little bit more and, uh, and and think about what those benefits are in terms of growing leads and sales. What what would you say to companies who are thinking about investing in creating proprietary content, and maybe maybe suggest a few ongoing types of uh, branding and messaging activities that they could try, and, and maybe some bigger projects which they could experiment with too. Yeah, whenever you hear the term investing, you want to connect it with return. So is you know, what, what what return would you get from any kind of proprietary content that you would create? And I, there's the ownership of it, the rights of it, the control of it. And you get to do all these things and you get to build your own brand based on that ownership. And all that stuff is directly attributed to you. So I, I think that is uh, creating loyalty. I think there's an increase in loyalty as a result of creating that proprietary content because what you're doing is you're demonstrating it's you. It's the authentic you, and everybody loves the authenticity, and therefore, I think their customers are more loyal as a result of it. Uh, but you're also giving up something, too, with proprietary content, or at least in a in a channel that's not directed by yours. So if you say you've got a great piece of research and you uh, put content into or information into an article uh, and you put it on your channel, you might not have very good reach. And so you want to you want to use somebody else's channel, and you so you might have it published in Forbes or Entrepreneur or some other a more high profile publication and you would give up the the distribution of it in favor of getting that broad reach and i think sometimes that's that's important as well to make sure your message is heard on on maybe other people's channels not exclusively on your own given that salespeople are, are those on the front lines those having the real conversations with leads and clients and getting to understand in a qualitative manner the the demographics of their audiences what what do you think should be the role of of the sales team in shaping the brand message the role of the sales team i think is very much a contributor because they are like you said on the front lines they know 
what is resonating. They know what isn't. They know how people are reacting to certain messages. So absolutely, they contribute to it. Uh, but I, I do think that the marketer should own that message. And I think they marketers do seek input from many others, uh, and sales being uh, a very important contributor to that. Uh, but even coming from a sales role myself, I I feel like I, there were points where what I wanted, if I would have controlled the message, I may have taken it down uh, feature written, feature richness, functionality first, and and trying to do my best to connect it to benefits, but not articulating it exactly the way I wanted to. So it it wasn't until my own marketing training, marketing awareness, and then staffing an incredible marketing team where I learned to appreciate how they can uh, articulate that message better than someone in a sales role, but yet still listening to what sales needs. Let's look at some suggestions for, for tools to help get that brand message out there in the right ways. Uh, what, what tools are out there to get the right content to the right people at the right times? Some are focused on content. Some are focused on experience. Some are so focused on social so, so there there's a wide gamut of categorization uh and and across those there's flashy ones there's practical ones there's there's high scale ones there's there's niche ones there's there's a ton uh but i can, i know what we use and so the three that we use and it's not just three we, our own marketing technology stack uses a couple dozen technologies, but there's kind of three core ones that we're using. One is on the customer relationship management or CRM side, and we've used salesforce.com for, uh, boy, I want to say a, a decade now. So we've used that as as a way to manage the central customer records. And we use a marketing automation system. Uh, we use HubSpot. That's part of delivering the campaigns, optimizing the lead flow. And then we use uh, digital asset management, which is Widen. And that's our central source of marketing and creative content. So we put these three technologies in place, and then we build other technologies, sometimes in between, sometimes on top of, sometimes in support of, of those three. Now, there's uh, there's often discussion about uh, is Salesforce the right option for a smaller organization? But um, let's put that one to one side for a second. HubSpot is perhaps uh, more affordable for smaller organizations uh you guys are a medium-sized organization of course uh what why why do you guys use hubspot without without shouting all of their wonderful benefits too much just top two or three things that that, that stand out for you when when using hubspots as as the platform to help get the message and brand out there well we saw what they were producing in their uh, product advancements and then we looked at our own marketing technology stack that consisted of many independent applications that were brought together uh, within the HubSpot suite of services. So, so we looked at it as, well, we can consolidate, uh, I think, four or five different technologies that we had that were operating independently for a very long time into one application, into one experience with HubSpot. And so HubSpot made that really easy to, to migrate uh, blogging and web content management, drip campaigns, automated campaign generation. So they've made it really easy to bring those all together. Um, so in a nutshell, the, the advantage there for us was a, a more seamless experience uh, within one provider as opposed to multiple providers serving 
uh, a few different areas that you know, HubSpot could kind of put a ribbon on and and make it a little bit easier for our for a marketing team that is not is not huge. So how much time we spend with each application and each vendor really mattered. So HubSpot was able to to make us more efficient on how we spend our time. We are coming to the end of this social selling and tech show from the CPSA. Before we wrap things up, can you leave our listeners with your top two or three tips uh, for creating content which will organically be shared uh, to to their target audiences? When I think about two to three tips in creating content, it's it's more or less don't forget the basics, which is know your audience. Who is your audience? What do they want? And then you have to be a resource for them. That's what people are looking for. They're looking for a resource that can ultimately help them realize their full potential. And so the, I guess we were to parse this off into three tips is one, know your audience, two, be a resource for them, and three, help them realize their fullest potential because that's what we're all after. Perfect. Matthew Gonnering, thank you very much for being the guest today. Thanks, Bill. Thank you for listening to the Social Selling and Tech Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.